Hello, my name's Sam Harris, and I wanted to hop on YouTube and make a video going through some scripture tonight. And I'm going to be in the book of 1 Peter, if you want to turn there. 1 Peter has a lot of practical living on what it means to live holy before the Lord, pure before the Lord, and to be empowered by His presence to carry out His will on the earth, and what His will for us as believers is on the earth. So I'm going to pray for our time together, and then I'm going to jump right in. Father, thank you for this time to get in your word, Lord. I thank you for your presence, and I thank you that it's here, and I pray that it would touch everybody who's listening, that you would anoint our ears to hear, Lord, and our eyes to see the mysteries of Christ that you've revealed, Father. We thank you for it, and we treasure your word above all else, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name I pray, amen. So I'm going to start in 1 Peter 1, verse 1. This letter is from Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ. I'm writing to God's chosen people who are living as foreigners in the provinces of Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. God the Father knew you and chose you long ago, and His Spirit has made you holy. Notice that His Spirit has made you holy, positionally. He set you apart. We were once sinners. But if you've been washed in that blood of Jesus, you are no longer a sinner, but you are wholly set apart to the Lord, a saint of God. As a result, you have obeyed him and have been cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. Notice that obeyed, cleansed, obeyed, cleansed. When we turn to the Lord, he cleanses us. What's what do we have to do to even come to the Lord? We have to obey Him by repenting of our old lifestyle, of our sin, and turning to Him to receive that cleansing and washing to live a new life empowered by the Spirit of God. May God give you more and more grace and peace. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by His great mercy that we have been born again. Because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead, now we live with great expectation, and we have a priceless inheritance, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you pure and undefiled, beyond the reach of change and decay. And through your faith, God is protecting you by his power until you receive this salvation, which is ready to be revealed on the last day for all to see. Verse 6. So be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold, though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. You got to understand, when tough things in your life come, when trials come, circumstances you wouldn't choose come, are you rooted? Are you built up in your faith that it doesn't move you? Are you like a tree planted by streams of water, bearing fruit in every season, in everything you do, you prosper? That is such as the man as builds his life on the foundation and the teachings of Jesus Christ and follows him wholeheartedly obeying what he's called us to do. Also, Jesus says in Luke, he says, why call me Lord and not obey what I tell you to do? So don't, don't just throw the word Lord around to Jesus if he's not your Lord. 
He is meant to be the governing authority to rule us. If he says something, we do it. And we do our best to submit to him at all times and receive the empowering presence of Jesus to carry out everything that he has called us to do. And we, we grow stronger and stronger in that by getting in his word and by submitting to his word, which is why I want to take this time out and teach people what it means to follow Jesus Christ and submit to him through his scriptures. Verse 8 says, you love him even though you've never seen him. You love him even though you've never seen him. We've never seen Jesus. Well, I've never seen Jesus with my eyeballs. But I do see him with my heart. Ever since the day I met him and he transformed my life. And, and, and his presence convicted me. So now I see the world through a different lens that I didn't used to see. But because I live by faith in Jesus Christ. I, I love Jesus even though I've never seen him with my eyeballs. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You trust him and you rejoice with a glorious inexpressible joy. It's experiential. You're rejoicing because Jesus really is all that matters to you. He, he's victorious forever in ages and ages to come. He'll never change. He has the victory and he's given us the victory. We overcome by our faith and by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. For we love not our own lives even unto death. Can that be said of you? Do you not love your own life even unto death? Because we're here serving a greater cause. The cause of Christ. And there's nothing better than him. The pearl of great price. Hallelujah. The reward for trusting him will be the salvation of your souls. This salvation was something even the prophets wanted to know more about when they prophesied about this glorious salvation prepared for you. They wondered what time or situation the spirit of Christ within them was talking about. When he told them in advance about Christ's sufferings and his great glory afterward. They were told that their messages were not for themselves, but for you. And now this good news has been announced to you by those who preached in the power of the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. It is also wonderful that even the angels are eagerly watching these things happen. My question is, and I believe this, if it's so glorious... How do we sit in a church pew, frozen cold, not wanting to worship the Lord, not wanting to serve him all week, not wanting to take any time to be in his word or worship him or thank him or pray to him? How's that possible? And I'm telling you, in the times we're living in, there's a great deception. We want to be entertained. We, we, we want everything. And I'm talking about in the church. I'm not talking about the people in the world. They're lost already. I'm talking about people in the church who want nothing to do with seeking God. They want nothing to do with reading his word and knowing him more and living according to what he's commanded in his word. And I'm telling you, the devil has used entertainment. He's used streaming services. We have access to pretty much anything to blind our eyes so that we don't put our attention on the Lord. So beware of that and don't let him trick you into doing that so that you you start thinking like the world thinks and doing what the world does and then saying oh those christians they're a little too religious a little legalistic some may be legalistic but then there's others who know that we are called to live set apart from the pack we are called to live holy 
Be ye holy as I am holy, says the Lord. Now we'll go on. Verse 13. So prepare your minds for action and exercise self-control. Put all your hope in the gracious salvation that will come to you when Jesus Christ is revealed to the world. So you must live as God's obedient children. Don't slip back into your old ways of living to satisfy your own desires. You didn't know any better then. But now you must be holy in everything you do, just as God who chose you is holy. For the scriptures say you must be holy because I am holy. We're not called to live like we used to live. There's a clear distinction of who we were and who we are now. We used to go sin. We used to be enslaved to sin. Now we are enslaved to righteous living, which leads us to holiness, Romans 6 says. Hallelujah. It's a whole new lifestyle. That's what being born again is. The, the phrase born again has been thrown around so much because people would say, oh, are you a born again Christian? The whole point of that is, have you been regenerated? Is there a person that's living that didn't always live because the Spirit of God came in and he raised you to life so that you could walk according to his word for the rest of your life and no longer live for yourself? That's the question. Look at the fruit to see if you have been regenerated, born again, spiritually. Because we, we, we were born in sin. Everybody must be born again. Hallelujah. And remember what the, that the Heavenly Father to whom you pray has no favorites. He will judge or reward you according to what you do. So you must live in reverent fear of him during your time here as temporary residents. For you know that God paid a ransom to save you from the empty life you inherited from your ancestors. And it was not paid with mere gold or silver, which lose their value. It was the precious blood of Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. God chose him as your ransom long before the world began. But now in these last days he has re been revealed for your sake. Through Christ you have come to trust in God. And you have placed your faith and hope in God because he raised Christ from the dead and gave him great glory. You were cleansed from your sins when you obeyed the truth. Notice there's obedience is tied with cleansing here. A lot of churches don't even like to say the word obedience. But you can't be cleansed without repentance and Jesus came preaching repentance. You have to submit to the Lord what he said to do. Jesus walked around saying, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Because sin can't stand in the presence of God. We have to be completely washed in the blood of Jesus so that God can transform us and make us into a new, crea a new creation. And he completely washes us. It's not like, oh God, will you forgive me today? No, we are walking in forgiveness when we walk in in the light as he is in the light he's continually cleansing us from any unrighteousness that may try to be in us or come against us but we submit to him and his word and he is faithful faithful to cleanse us at all times we don't do the things we used to do we now submit to him and let him change us and now we walk according to what he commands us and it's, it's something we grow and learn to do more and more and more. Be more obedient as he fine-tunes us and we know what's right and what's wrong. We know what not to watch and what to watch, what to listen to, what not to listen to. 
You can't consume the filth of the world and be a holy, righteous man of God. I'm just going to let you know that right now. You have to pump yourself full of the word of God and of pure, cleansing things. Praise the Lord. There's no greater thing than worshiping the Lord. Even more, it's more than music. It's a heart-to-heart -heart with the Lord, making music to the Lord in your heart, as Colossians 3 says. Singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to the Lord with grace in your hearts. It's more than music. You sing about what you love. Praise the Lord. So now you must show sincere love to each other as brothers and sisters. Love each other deeply with all your heart. For you have been born again, but not to a life that will quickly end. Your new life will last forever because it comes from the eternal living word of God. As the scriptures say, people are like grass. Their beauty is like a flower in the field. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of the Lord remains forever. And that word is the good news that was preached to you. So anybody that doesn't know the Lord, I ask that you would fully submit your life to the Lord. Give it up to him today. Let him cleanse you and wash you from a wicked lifestyle, a sinful lifestyle that you may have walked and lived in. He's not mad at you. He's to, now is the time of grace where he's calling you to himself to cleanse you and make you new so that you can be acceptable before him, so that you can stand before him one day completely forgiven and washed by his blood. Say, Father, I repent of my sin. I refuse to live that lifestyle anymore. I'm turning away from it to follow you. And from now on, you are the Lord of my life. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you for praying that prayer if you did. And those who, who need to restoke that fire, get in the word of God. Uh, most of you have had that time where you were in love with Jesus. Get in the word and let it speak to you and ignite a passion and a fire inside of you to serve the Lord and go out and tell other people about Jesus or the people around you. Just let your life begin to mold and shape and be conformed into the image of Christ and people around you will notice the difference and they will be impacted by it. So thank you for watching and going through the scriptures with me and I pray that you would have a blessed night in the presence of Jesus and a glorious day tomorrow knowing our Savior more and more. In Jesus' mighty name, thank you. See you next time.